Hey gang, Jason here for the Love of Tractors podcast episode. I'm not even sure, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> I am back from the national show, back on the tractor. We're harvesting some beans. I'm sitting here on the quad track 485, and that's why you're going to hear a little diesel clatter in the background. So I hope you don't mind. I was once reading a, a kind of like a article on podcasting, and they said you should never have background noise in your podcast, and I thought... Well, this person's never worked on a farm before. So, it would be great if I was in a nice, quiet studio, soundproofing, fancy microphone, all that sort of thing sitting around me, but let's just be honest, not realistic. Those of you that farm know how that goes. Things have been nuts around here. So we are, let's see, a week and two days away from Thanksgiving as I'm recording this, and we're still cutting beans, and we still have 230 acres of beans to go. So we're gonna be here a few more days. It's supposed to rain tonight, so that's gonna put a halt to things, unfortunately. But if that does happen, maybe tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, I could do a live on YouTube, so that would be awesome. I'm intending to upload this podcast when I get home tonight, as long as I can remember. That way you guys can listen to it first thing in the morning. So I thought what I would do is talk about the National Farm Toy Show. So you guys know that was last weekend, as well as the Dubuque show. By the way, I'm not discounting the Dubuque show. In fact, I'm gonna talk about both of them, and I'm gonna tell you kind of what I think about both of them. So it was obviously very controversial. You guys know the National Farm Toy Show. It's obviously the king. It's the big one, and it, it certainly was again this year. It, it was packed, it was huge. The museum was full, the school was full. Uh, there are vendors at Commercial Club Park, which I unfortunately did not get to go to. Uh, Ertl had their showroom set up. That was fun. Always is. And then there were other little stores set up with farm toys around town. I think Walter's Farm Toys had some. Dalton's had some. Uh, you know, so that was really great. The entire town of Dyersville kind of turns into a giant farm toy store that weekend. Lots of fun. Good times there for sure. And everybody I talked to was having a great time. The contest, the display contest was great. Adam Frerichs won that contest with a really great layout of a model farm. He had a shop with just incredible details. Lots of really high detailed tractors and equipment, some grain bins, uh, I, I don't know, just really cool. You have to see the pictures. I posted a few. I will do a video just on the displays for the farm toy uh, for the YouTube channel from the show here really soon. Now, obviously having two shows was kind of controversial because so, I mean, clearly, you know, the national show, it's been around for forever at this point. And um, I think people were kind of upset that the Builders and Collectors Society decided to have their own show. And I, I get it from that standpoint, but let me kind of tell you, I, I was at the Builders and Collectors Society, Society show too. So let me kind of tell you what I saw there and kind of what's been discussed with those guys and not you know i've i've talked uh, in great detail or great length with them about it and i think they're onto something so what they wanted to do with the national show and unfortunately the national show uh, for some reason just didn't want to work with them and i i i don't know if it, i'm not gonna speculate I, I i feel like it was probably an issue with the amount of space that that was needed but the Builders and Collectors Society, uh, they wanted to do a youth build. Now, they've done this youth build uh, at several shows now, and it's been hugely popular. Now, what they do is they, out of their own money and through the uh, 
goodwill donations of from folks like uh, Moore's Farm Toys, um, Adam Sunken at Mini Toy Truck and Tractor, etc., etc. They have been getting custom 164 uh, stock 164 scale tractors and what they will do is when a, a young person comes in they will show them how to customize that tractor by swapping out the tires uh, putting new axles in putting a three-point hitch on and so on so that is really cool it builds this new generation of farm toy guys that we desperately need and it builds goodwill in the hobby now imagine you're 10 years old, okay? And maybe some of you are 10 years old, and if you are, that's awesome. Um, but you're 10 years old, you see these really cool custom toys, you would like to do that, but you don't know how to do that. Well, here's a group of guys, they're gonna show you at this show, and you get to walk out of that out of that show with that tractor that you customized yourself, that those guys showed you how to do. Super cool. The other thing they wanted to do is they wanted to do seminars. And these seminars showed people how to custom 16 scale tractors, showed people how to do static grass on a farm toy display, uh, all sorts of things like that. Again, really cool, it's hobby building, it builds future generations, it generates interest in the hobby, it is a win-win situation. So my hat's off to the guys that really put their time and money into creating that. So that's kind of the difference between the two shows. And like I said, I, it's my understanding the Builders and Collectors Society tried to do their thing with the National Farm Toy Show. And for whatever reason, it just didn't happen. And that's okay. So that's why there are two shows. Now, what I also thought was really interesting at the Dubuque show was the quality of toys there lots of really really nice custom high-end custom 16 scale custom there were custom tractors there were custom implements there were bullen tractors you name it uh as far as like the high end goes whoo man it was it was something it was special uh so that was really cool and then they were also showing off uh, a couple, uh, more than a couple, some charity tractors are doing. So this is something else the Builders and Collectors Society is doing that is really cool. And that is they, the first, and, and if you've been on any of the Facebook groups recently, or if you saw Meekum Auction last Saturday, the first one they did is a 1 8 scale 4020. And that sold for charity, uh, it was a cancer charity, for 35 thousand dollars at Meekums last weekend how incredible is that guys I mean you really farm toys can change the world and 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 that just shows you that just shows you that, that it, it's happening and then they did this last year and they're doing it again this year uh, they did builds for St. Jude's and those will be auctioned off at the Sioux Falls show um, early next year and last year, those those three tractors uh, for St. Jude's raised over $10,000. So uh, this year, I bet the tractors beat that. Uh, I think that is the goal of the group to be that. I certainly hope it beats that. Um, anyway, amazing things were happening at Dubuque. Again, National was awesome too. So I think the really wonderful thing, if I'm just gonna be completely frank about this whole thing, 
is you don't have to pick because you've got Dyersville and Dubuque. They're 20 minutes apart. You're probably staying in Dubuque if you're going to the national show. So there's no reason you can't hit both. And that's what it seemed like everybody was doing. It seems like both shows were just getting hit uh, by people. And that's just fantastic. So I think it was an incredible weekend for the farm toy community. So now let's talk about some new toys. So of course the National is kind of the big debut uh, for Ertl and Speccast. They bring out their, their new items for that show to show off what's coming up. And for me, the biggest hit of the show was the 116 scale Wagners from John Deere and Ertl. These things are incredible, guys. Incredible. That's, that's the only thing I can say. They're going to be, you know, uh, fairly pricey. I think it's like $750 for a set, something like that. Maybe it's more than that. Heck, I don't know. Worth every penny, guys. Like, especially when you see what, like, 116 scale four-wheel drives are going for now, and especially if you had to do a custom one. I was completely blown away by these Wagners, and I'm so thankful I was able to get a set ordered. Uh, can't wait for them to show up. I think they're supposed to be here sometime in March of 2022. Um, if they're delayed a little bit with everything that's going on in the world, I wouldn't be surprised, but um, wow, are they cool. And then you might have also heard that there's gonna be 164 scale pairings uh, for those as well. And uh, my understanding is they come with the set of 16 scale, so you can't just order the 64 scale. That's my understanding. So they're awesome too. They look great. I'm uh, really happy about those. And I'm definitely excited to get my hands on some of those as well. Other things that were really cool at the show, uh, as far as new goes, uh, let's switch gears to Speccast real quick. Speccast has those new 1051 Kinsey cards coming out, and they, they weren't painted up. They were just the prototype, the gray prototypes. Wow, they look cool. I'm excited about those. Can't wait to add one of those to the model farm. And then they also have a new Fent uh, tract tractor coming out. That thing looked like an absolute beast. Again, just gray prototyping. You can find pictures of it over on my Instagram uh, or, or the YouTube video I did uh, talking about the new toys. And then uh, they've also got a sprayer coming out that looks great. Uh, really interested to see what Speccast does with their first 164th scale sprayer. I think that's cool. Uh, the Kinsey Mocktail was there, uh, painted up and looked like it was ready for showtime. That thing's neat. Uh, really excited to get my hands on one of those and do a review. And then uh, kind of back to the I got green carts, I guess, the, uh, Elmer's Manufacturing, which is I think out of Canada, if I remember correctly. Uh, they had their giant green cart there uh, that Speccast is doing. So really cool stuff. Uh, I think Speccast had a great setup at the show. Of course, they had some nice 16 scale stuff as well, but you know me, I'm kind of more in the 64 scale for the most part. So kind of switching gears back to Ertl. Uh, Ertl's got the new Prestige uh, John Deere four-wheel drives coming out, both tracked and wheeled version. They look excellent. Fantastic. Best of the Prestige series by far so far. Uh, I, you know, And I thought the Case IH and the uh, New Hollands were great that we saw in the Prestige lineup, but these 164 scale Prestige John Deere really, really look good. Front weights are redone on them, fantastic. Uh, got nice looking wheels and tires on the wheeled version of the four wheel drive. Uh, everything else just looks 
really good on those tractors. I was impressed by uh, Ertl's effort there. I think they did a fantastic job. So really, really looking forward to that. Uh, in the um, 116th realm, uh, obviously talked about the Wagner. They've got a new kind of anniversary set of the quad tracks coming out. They're going to have ones like red with a silver hood. And then there's another one. And I don't know if it was a chaser or if it's just part of the set where the quad, quad track is all silver. Um, I'd love to have both of those, but I don't know. It's, I'm out of room 16 scale wise. Seems, seems silly, especially since I already kind of have the 620 anniversary uh, quad track. It seems silly to get those, but boy, do I like those a lot. Let's see, what else uh, was great at Ertl's showroom? Uh, they had the 1206 with the winter heater hauser on it. I really liked that a lot. I thought that was neat. I like 1206s in general, though. Pretty cool. Um, as far as the uh, sets, I had... The, so, you know, they came out with the Harvest sets for, like, the Massey and the Challenger and all that sort of thing. I hadn't seen those in person yet. Those look nice. Those are, those are really great. Uh, they'll be a great addition to somebody's carpet farm, I'm sure. And I think a lot of farm toy displays will get some great use out of them as well and then also uh, in the 164 scale world they showed some new versatile products so Ertl had a great trio of track versatiles we're gonna have the sort of regular new paint scheme there's gonna be a dusty and then there's gonna be the red chrome chaser uh, the red chrome chaser there will only be 50 of so good luck getting one of those I'd love to have one. I can't imagine I get one for with 50 of them. The price is just going to be silly, I'm sure. And then they also have a wheel version of the same setup. And then, of course, they showed things that we've kind of already seen before. The Alice Chalmers 7000 series tractor. Uh, they had the regular and the chase version of that. Uh, the Bearcat co-op that we know is coming soon. Uh, they had the kind of regular co-op paint scheme with, like, the copper chaser of that. And uh, then they did, they had like all the farm products, farm show products there. Uh, the X9 1100 with tracks, uh, the Case IH uh, quad tracks, farm show, and the New Holland as well. So those are all fantastic looking outfits. And actually I picked up a couple cases. Uh, I picked up a case of the New Holland show tractors and the uh, Case IH show tractors from my good friends at B&B Farm Toys. And, um, I got a chaser of each, so I was excited to get those on my shelf. And I'll probably do a short video on those down the road, so, you know, look forward to that, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, I, I get a lot of feedback when I do chasers. A lot of people aren't into chasers. A lot of people don't like the dealer markups on chasers. Uh, they think it's hard to get chasers. And I think, to some extent, that's the point, is you know, it's a chaser, it's hard to get. But I do understand the occasionally absurd dealer markup on them and how that can kind of upset people. Um, but for me personally, I just try to get them for myself. I'm not really into like selling chasers. I just want to get one for myself usually. And I only mainly do quad tracks. So John Deere quad tracks, uh, Case IH quad tracks, and New Holland quad tracks. These are pretty much the only chasers I go after. So anyway, like I said, I'm fortunate to get, to get one of the New Hollands and the Case IH chasers of the Farm Show Edition. So those are really cool. Like I said, I gotta get a video doing going on one of those doing wow i'm 15 minutes into this thing it's probably probably time to wrap it up because uh, my my brain starts scrambling a little bit after a little bit of time <laughs> especially i'm i'm not i want to i don't want to say i'm winging this podcast 
but I just have a basic outline in front of me where I normally kind of have a little bit more of a script. Not so much this time. Um, let's see. I know there was something else I wanted to talk about. Ah, uh, yes. The H&S wagons and trucks came. Uh, right just in time for the National. So they are fantastic, guys. And I'll have a video of those up real soon, too. Really enjoyed those. Um, I was surprised. You know, we don't do a lot of that sort of thing around my neck of the woods here in West Central Illinois. We don't have those H&S wagons around here. Um, but, you know, I know you go up north in Iowa in that area. They're everywhere. So it was really cool to see those, one, in person, uh, kind of out getting used to some extent yeah, on our way up to Iowa. But then, two, to get my hands on the toy and see how nice they are. I was really impressed with them. And I'll tell you guys more about that in the video when I get that out. But yeah, those were great. Really nice outfits. Yeah, I mean, they're a little pricey. You're going to pay like 60, 70 bucks for the truck and 30, 40 bucks for the wagon. But it's kind of worth it because one, it's a short line piece of equipment and two, it's super cool. So that's kind of my thoughts on that. Anyway, guys, uh, going to do a little housekeeping here at the end. Bloomington, Illinois, Central Illinois Farm Toy Show, Black Friday Farm Toy Show, whatever they're they're calling it this year uh, with our good friends BB Farm Toys. Uh, we will be there. That is Thanksgiving weekend. That is Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, at the Holiday Inn in Bloomington, Illinois. It's right across the road from the airport. Pretty easy to get to. Great little facility. There will be a nice mix of dealers there. It's, that's always one of my favorite shows to go to. Uh, just a great group of dealers that uh, just, I don't know, good old boys, I guess is the best way to put it. I mean, B&B will be there, and Gotti's will be there. I think Herb's, uh, Herb Minnick's Farm Toys will be there. We're gonna try to be there. I mean, we're gonna be there. Um, Bill and Marilyn are gonna be there, if you guys are familiar with them. Uh, and there's others too that I'm sure I'm just kind of forgetting to mention right now, but there's quite a few dealers. They fill the ballroom of that hotel up, then the hallways outside the ballroom are full, uh, with farm toys and then they also have room trading on the second floor so with that said uh, there's quite a few dealers there it's a great show if it's you know within a few hour drive of you uh, I, I highly recommend coming and hanging out at least stop by and say hi to us I think we're gonna be up on the second floor in one of the rooms so pretty excited about that after that the next weekend we're going to be in Janesville Wisconsin at that farm toy show and I'll post up details and directions for that show all over the place as soon as I can here in the next few days. Really excited about that show. We had so much fun there last year. Those guys, I mean, that's just kind of our, uh, I don't know, Northern Midwest family there, if you will. So the guys that'll be at that show, Josh from the 164 scale store, uh, Jeremy Richards, JHR Farms, uh, Chucky Stevens, Chucky's Precision Parts and Pullers. Uh, I believe Matt Castor will be there. He sells some kind of really cool, like nicer high-end stuff. Uh, I believe Mike Larson was there last year. I think he'll be there then again this year as far as I know. Um, yeah, so great group of guys. I heard there's more dealers signed up this year than there were last year, so that's super cool. Like, they'll have a little bit of everything there from parts to customs, uh, all scales, that sort of thing. So I hope you can come and join us on that one as well. Anyway, it's going to wrap it up, guys. We're approaching the 20-minute mark. I hope the diesel clatter in the background wasn't too much, uh, wasn't too annoying for you guys. I appreciate everything all you guys do as far as the podcast, listening to it, watching the YouTube videos, checking out the website, obviously for the love of tractors.com. You guys, I'm sure know that by now. 
trying to get it updated the best I can. A um, little hard to do with all the shows that we're, we got going on, but I promise I'll get on that. So anyway, guys, thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. Um, it's it's like you guys that are, I guess, I guess we'll call you fans. I think of you guys as friends for the most, you know, really. Um, that have kind of allowed me to dig into this hobby deeper and do more with this hobby. And uh, it's just awesome and it's humbling and it's been so much fun. And I just can't wait um, to see where we go with this hobby. I think there are some awesome things coming in the future. So thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. As always, I hope you have a great day. I'm going to go ahead and say Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, just in case I don't get to say that to you guys between now and then. Please treat each other well. It's more important now than ever. And as always, guys, happy tractor hunting.